Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Ksubis Daf Tesvav, eight minute Daf. You know, Ksubis has been unbelievable, so gishmak. And there's a good reason why it's called Shas Katan. Today we'll see one of the biggest sugis in Shas, the sugi of Roiv. All the different halachas that pertain to Roiv. The Mishnah tells us a very sad story. There was once a girl who went down to draw water from a spring and she was violated. Rabbi Yechon Menuri said, if most of the people of the city are kosher, they're Jewish, then this girl can marry a kayat. So the Gemara says in the name of Rav that we're talking about that there are two raves over here. We have the city as one rave. But also, people came from other cities, Jewish people with their vans, the caravans. And Rabbi Shua would hold that this, because we have two rives, this girl is Kasha Lakuna. Now, the reason why you need two rives is because they made Xera. You cannot be Soibach on one rive because, let's say, she, even if this girl went outside of the city, the city is Kavua, it's stationary. And we have a rule. Anything that's stationary, even if you have a majority, we treat it as only 50-50. And the Gemara tells us that this idea, that is and even even if this causes us a kula, which means that this idea is a deraisadid. And how do we know this? We have, first of all, a halacha, but also a pasuk. The halacha is that if you have nine shratzim, nine toads, and one tzvardeya, one non-sheretz, the halacha is that if you touch a sheretz, you become tummy. If you touch something that's not a sheretz, you're not tummy. Unbelievable halacha. You have two shratzim or animals that look very similar. The toad is considered a sheretz. The frog is not considered a sheretz. And you have nine shratzim and one toad. And the suffolk is, which one did he touch? If this occurred in Arushul Sarabim, since it's a Suffolk, we say Tar. Now, if we were going with the idea of Raiv, then the person should be Tame because most of the animals here, the majority, are Shratzim. So you see that since they are Kavua, they're stationary, we treat it as 50-50. Even Lekula, and to say that the person is Tar. But how do we know this idea in the Torah? Because it says in the Pasuk, that when a person kills somebody else, he has to premeditate and he has to say, I want and have kavana to kill that person. And the Gemara says, this comes to exclude if a person just shoots into a crowd, throws a rock into a bunch of people. That even though nine out of the ten people are Jewish and one is a Knani, nevertheless, he is Potter. Rav Shimon learns, that it comes to say that if you have kavanah to kill Ruvain and you kill Shimon instead, you are potter. But Rav says the bottom line is, you always need two rives in order to make this girl kosher lekuhuna. And therefore, when you find a baby in the middle of the street, if it's a city that's mostly Jewish, you only treat this kid as a Jew in order to sustain him, but not liyuchsen. Now there's two mandamrim. One mandamrim says, our Mishnah about this girl that went to draw water and we said she's allowed to marry Kayan. 
it was a special it was something special that went on we either we had more evidence or whatever it is and typically you need two over here one rave is enough Shmuel says that even when you have most goyim in the city, most non-Jews in the city, you're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos in order to save this kid because perhaps he's Jewish. But he's considered a guy that you give him to eat in the Velas. If the city's mostly Jewish, the kid is considered a Jew. For what? That if you have Aveda, you do have Shabbos Aveda and you don't say you're over on the Pasuk, Sfais Harava. What if it's 50-50, 50% Jewish, 50% not? So if this kid owns an ox which gored a Jewish ox, and this ox is a tam, he only pays chatzinezek like a tam, and he, for the other half, he tells the Jew, prove to me that I'm not Jewish, and then I will pay you the rest. And with that, we finish the perek, psulonises, hadrin aloch, psulonises, have a wonderful day.